As people across sub-Saharan Africa prepare to celebrate Christmas, we wanted to help you plan for a safe and happy holiday season by examining some of the known security and travel risks in the region so that you and your workforce can stay safe over the festive period. Hello and welcome to this Global Situation podcast from International SOS, the leading health and security risk services company. I'm Chris Giles. Well, in this episode, I'm joined by Salome Odiambo, International SOS's lead security analyst for Eastern Southern Africa. And Salome, I'm sure like everybody else, you're looking forward to the holidays. Yeah, it's such an exciting time of the year. It's certainly the case in Africa. Right now, if I were back home, I'd be preparing to spend the next two weeks at our family home in the countryside with all my aunties, cousins, uncles and the like. I'd mentally clock out of the usual day-to-day hustle and bustle and slip into a really relaxed, carefree mode. But as always, the world doesn't stop and there are still things that we need to be cognizant of and careful about. Because whilst this period of the year is associated with all those great things, you know, family, relaxation, time off, it's also associated with increases in crime and road traffic accidents. So what would you say are the main reasons for that in this region in particular? Well, in terms of crime, what we're really talking about here is an increase in theft. Most other crime categories, such as kidnapping, for instance, tend to remain broadly stable during the December holiday period. But of course, this doesn't mean lower your guard against these other crimes. But the reason that we see an increase in theft specifically comes down to a combination of factors. For one, most people tend to shop more during the holiday period, myself included. So criminals' assumption is that there's more to steal. There are also likely to be more crowds at shopping centres, markets and malls, making it easier for criminals to blend in and conduct robberies such as pickpocketing. For online shoppers, there are also cyber criminals trying to capitalise on the increased activity. So caution is really warranted for any online activity as well. Secondly, there's typically an increase in the number of foreign visitors to several countries in the region. Now, if you've interacted with our online content before, you should know that foreign visitors present attractive targets for criminals due to perceptions of wealth. So criminals will be looking to target anyone who looks like they don't belong. Vacant residential properties is also a major point. A lot of families will travel from the cities to a second home, a holiday home or rural areas, leaving their other houses vacant and vulnerable to attack. So in many countries, you will see that there will be an increase in burglaries, especially this is a predominant crime and for many countries within the region for criminals looking for portable electronics and cash. At the same time, however, there are also organized criminals that may seek to target parties and the like, because households where people are gathered, you'll often find that people tend to have more cash on hand. So they will be looking to target those. Increased alcohol consumption is an important factor, especially when paired with the fact that many workers and especially lower income and formal workers may be inactive during the season because of an overall slowdown in business. So people may be more inclined to turn to muggings or pickpocketings. And focusing on the increase in road traffic accidents at this time of the year, what are some of the reasons for that? Well, a large part of why we see an increase in road traffic accidents is because of increased road travel during the holiday season. A lot of people like myself will be traveling across countries to their family homes. Now, in addition to the surplus of private vehicles, public transport providers, especially buses and minibus taxis, which in most cases have inadequate safety standards anyway, these have also been known to overload their vehicles, which then contributes to a higher accident likelihood as well as casualties when accidents do occur. It's also the wet season in many countries, which makes driving conditions more challenging by large. 
Another reason is that there's a spike in alcohol consumption, especially as we approach the 31st of December, New Year's Eve. So with alcohol consumption, we often see high speeds as well. And these are the two predominant contributors to high accident rates throughout the month of December. Other factors that could also influence this would be use of cell phones, poor driving standards, poor vehicle conditions as well. So, so let me, what examples do you have of where these trends are perhaps quite prevalent? Maybe looking at crime first. So the extent to which we see these trends manifest does vary by country. Some of this variance is also very much attributed to the fact that there's very reliable information in some countries and a lack thereof in others. South Africa is one example of a country where we have access to relatively good statistics about holiday season crime. If we look at the statistics from last year, so 2022, the rate of contact crimes, which is essentially a category of crimes used by the South African Police Service that includes acts such as robbery, sexual offences and murder, we'll see that there was a 13% increase in contact crimes between November and December. And when we compare December to the previous months, there's an average of a 5% increase of crimes in December. And what we see in particular in South Africa is an increase in carjackings, residential robberies and burglaries, pickpocketing and bag snatching, and ATM and more robberies. The authorities do respond to this. This year, 10,000 additional police officers will be deployed across the country from mid-December to beef up the current shortage of police officers across the country, which at the very least should increase police visibility and thereby deter some crime. And do a similar range of problems also affect other countries in the region? In other countries such as Kenya, we have a particular increase in pre-Christmas crime. So what we usually have in Kenya is that we'll start to see a gradual increase in crime rates from late November and then it will slowly start to decline after Christmas. And the common crimes that we see in Kenya would be burglaries, carjackings and more robberies. And the challenge we're having in Kenya as well at the moment is that with the influx of firearms over the past decade, we are seeing more instances of violent or aggravated robberies in the country. If we look at Uganda, what we do typically see there is an increase in burglaries, assaults, pickpocketing and residential robberies. But to curb this, what we've already seen in the capital Kampala is the deployment of over 100 additional security personnel to various at-risk sites. And this is not just to respond to the crime rates, but also to the terrorism threat posed by the Allied Democratic Forces in particular, because the holiday period will be an attractive time for groups such as them to conduct attacks. And focusing on the increase in road traffic accidents at this time of the year, what are some of the reasons for that? In general, most countries in the region do record very high rates of fatal road accidents. In most cases, the pedestrians are also the highest fatality group. The countries that we do by large have some of the highest road accident rates or fatal road accident rates. Those include Namibia, Mozambique, DRC, Congo, Zimbabwe. But when it comes to the festive season, there's a lot of correlation across the countries within the region. For one, accidents in most countries will happen on the days and the weekends before and immediately after Christmas and New Year's Eve. So that being the 25th and the 31st of December. Additionally, most fatal accidents will happen after nightfall when visibility is reduced. As I'm sure anyone listening to this knows, most countries have insufficient lighting, poorly marked roads, which does make driving conditions quite hazardous at night. Most serious accidents also tend to happen along major thoroughfares. So this is largely because 
this is where cars will reach their peak speeds. So if you can limit movement during these periods, you can reduce the likelihood of being involved in a serious accident. Given what you've been talking about, are there things that we should consider to try and reduce our risk from crime or road traffic accidents, would you say? Yeah, and there are a lot of really practical things that you can apply. I mean, at the very top line, it always comes down to understanding the location you're in, knowing what you, where your vulnerabilities may lie. But if you're out and about doing your Christmas shopping this season, you know, remember to be alert to your surroundings, keep a low profile. If you do buy goods, put them in a low profile carrier bag, avoid walking with or displaying large sums of cash. If you're leaving a shopping center or a shopping market, make sure that you've parked or you will be picked up from somewhere and you know exactly where that location is. Try to limit the amount of time you spend walking from the shop to the car, as well as in packing your goods. What I like to do is I'll always park in wallet areas near the entrance of the establishment I'm visiting. I always approach the car with my keys in hand and I'm always paying attention to everyone that's around me. Before I enter my car, I always do a quick check to make sure that no one is already inside the vehicle and waiting for me. If you're shopping online, you know, be cautious, don't click on suspicious links and always reconfirm someone's identity before going outside to collect a delivery. Before you travel, there's a lot that you can do to make sure that your home is secure. This includes turning on alarm systems, locking all doors and windows, making sure that only essential people know that you're traveling. Now, this may not include your cleaner, your gardener, your neighbors. It also means managing how you use social media. Criminals could obtain information about your whereabouts from what you post online. So being very careful about what you post and who has access to that information. And one thing I also always like to do is pack my bags into the car in an area of the house where it isn't visible to onlookers, because that's an obvious sign that the, that you'll be leaving your residence. And when it comes to traffic accidents, is it the same countries who feature on the list or is the problem more widespread elsewhere? When it comes to road traffic accidents, there's a lot that we can apply here, but our top line advice is always to avoid long distance overland travel where you can and opt to fly if that is a, an, an option that's available to you. If you must travel by land, avoid doing so during peak times for accidents. So that includes after nightfall and on weekends and also avoid public transport where possible. You also then need to do your part to keep the road safe. So Make sure that you're prepared to navigate where the conditions don't cross through flooded areas. Don't drink to drive. Don't drive if tired. Avoid distractions whilst driving. If you have any loose baggage, make sure that that's in the boot. Ensure your car is in good working condition and really know your route. You need to know where the service stops are. You need to know who to contact in the event of an incident or a mechanical failure. And as always, you need to be paying attention to any potential carjackers when you do slow down your vehicle at a stop sign or at a traffic stop. So there's definitely a lot to take on board. But when it comes to international SOS, what can we do to help if need be? Well, you're absolutely right. Um, it's a lot of information. And of course, this is also just a snapshot of what you can expect during the holiday period and what you can do about it. If you do want more detailed information, especially about a specific location, you can always reach out to our regional security centre in Dubai or London or one of our assistance centres in the region, including in Johannesburg. Before you travel, I think it's always a good idea to get a pre-travel brief just so you're well across the prevalent threats and key developments that have happened recently. You can call into or email one of our assistance centres to request these 
If you're more inclined to read, you can go onto our security online content and read up on the crime rates, road conditions and the like in the country or the locations that you'll be traveling to. Of course, we can also all do our best to ensure that we're safe. We can put in all the preparatory measures, but sometimes things do still happen. So in addition to our medical teams, we do have credential security partners that we work with in these countries. So if you do need support um, for a security incident, you can contact us and we will do our best to coordinate that assistance as well. OK, Salemi, thank you so much for all your analysis and advice and wishing you safe and happy holidays. Thank you so much, Chris. You too. Well, that's all for now. But just a reminder that you'll be able to access all the latest information and updates from our website. That's at internationalsos.com. And from there, you can find out about our global network of assistance centres, available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thank you very much for listening and have a Merry Christmas. Christmas.